the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football basketball season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. And there's tons of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can buy multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and try out the same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football and basketball season. All right, welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever. Happy Thursday, Alex Monaco chilling with Live Moods. It is the BGSE show on the Moneyline Monaco podcast. Make sure to check us out on Amazon Amp and Volume Sports YouTube channel. Live NFC South Thursday. Are you excited? You're like, eh. <laughs> That's a better representation of this game. I think we're both on opposite sides in this one. It's one of those games where we obviously saw these two teams play against each other just a, just a couple weeks ago. Um, so could we get a same similar story, same similar kind of high-scoring affair back and forth potentially? Um, but, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. I don't really enjoy betting on either of these two teams, but both of these teams um, put up a good fight in the last matchup. So I'm interested to see what we get tonight. Yeah, it was a shootout randomly last matchup, and I had Panthers plus four. I, I was a tail of some people I respect, so I wasn't on the game, but I don't know how much has changed per se since then in, in the last few weeks. If anything, we get a Falcons team off a loss where they felt like they should have won that pits drop. Falcons could have ran away with it against the Chargers. I mean, Panthers blown out, so yes, maybe they come in button up. And again, you could be on the sharp side if we're just going by betting rules. Plus three, divisional dog, at home, short week. You you are on the sharp side. I'm going public side here. I just, I watched the whole Falcons game. They had almost 100 rush yards in the first quarter. They play this Panthers team very well historically. They're 10-3 and three against them in their last 13. I just, I think Atlanta's the better team this year. I don't know what to make of the Panthers. It's just an anomaly that they're even in the conversation for the division because the division's so bad. But I just right. think the game the game comes down to clock management and who could take better care of the football. I, I think this rushing team in Atlanta is where I lean. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I again, this is a very interesting one for me. I, get, I, I think I'm more on the side of this is a bounce back spot for this Panthers team. We obviously saw them have a pretty rough go against the Bengals, but they put up a really great fight against this Falcons team the last time. Uh, they ran for 169 yards, so there's not much of a um, losing Christian McCaffrey. I think we expected to be a huge detriment to this uh, this rushing offense that they've got, but they ran for 169 yards versus Atlanta in Week Eight. Um, and Walker threw, threw for 317. Now, I know he had an embarrassing performance against the Bengals. Um, but, I mean, worst case scenario, Walker starts, doesn't do very well. It sounds like Baker is healthy. And I'm not the biggest Baker fan, but that could cause some trouble for a defense who won't know who to prepare for. Um, you've obviously got Good two point. quarterbacks. And sometimes that is enough to just throw a defense off 
enough to get a win here. Atlanta, as good as they have been against the spread, they are one and three straight up on the road. Um, so I'm liking kind of the home dog in this spot. Um, and Atlanta has the second worst defense overall in terms of yards per game. And we saw that last game against this Panthers team. I mean, to run for 169 yards is a lot of yards. Um, so I, I, again, you've got two quarterbacks just in case that first one doesn't work out. You've got a second option that as much as I don't like Baker Mayfield, he is still talented in some regard. Um, and it is he though? I mean, <laughs> I think he's able to do enough against a bad defense. Now, I don't trust him in a spot against, you know, like I wouldn't have thrown him in the Bengals game, that's for sure. But um, I think against a really bad defense, he can do enough to keep them in this game. So, yeah, I'm going to go Panthers plus three, may even sprinkle on them to win outright in this spot. I will say for those listening, the line is fluctuating. So I'm waiting until two and a half. I've seen it at two and a half. It's it's moving on the refresh on FanDuel. So I'm hoping it, it just feels like it's going to land on three. And so if you can get two and a half, I mean, again, a lot of those games last week, Falcons included, you could have got them at three and a half against the Chargers. That was a cover. It ended at three. So timing today's big, but hate that we're on opposite sides, but at least it's for a game that no one outside of the NFC South or gamblers care about. That's right. And it sounds like we're on the opposite side for a couple of matchups. Yeah, let's get into it. Fade or follow. Let's go to where half of Giselle's family's from because you already know. I'm going macro, micro, real life, actual football on this one because Tommy's going to Germany, going against B. Carroll. Woo! Again, this is that line movement as well. Right now, we talk it Bucks minus three, Hawks plus three. The floor is yours. I'm. You can tell I'm already emotional about this. I'm, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Pirate ship overseas. But what side do you want? Let me just start by asking a rhetorical question. You can answer it um, in just a second. But what has Tampa Bay done to be a favorite at a neutral site against the Seahawks team? Minus the little sprinkle of Tom Brady magic we saw in, what, 30 seconds of a football game? I hate to burst the bubble of everybody so hyped on Brady right now, but 30 seconds is only this much of a football game. We did not see anything entirely impressive from this Tampa Bay offense when they played the Rams. The defense, that's a different story, but I did not, I I can't go off of one moment in the final seconds of a game. I can't. I'm looking at this whole year from this Bucks team. I don't want to go there, but to me, Geno Smith has had a much better season than Tom Brady this year. He is you, a quarterback. You can go there, that's to fair. Me, in this game, I think that the Seahawks have the upper hand in the QB position. Did I ever think we'd be in a world where we're saying that against Tom Brady? No, but we're there. Um, this is also a 23rd ranked run defense with this Tampa Bay team and the 10th best rushing offense with the Seahawks. So I think they're going to use their legs a lot. That rush offense, I think, is going to be enough to keep them in this game. Not to mention, like I said, I think Geno Smith in this spot is a quarterback that I trust a whole lot more. Um, again, Tampa Bay to me has not done enough to, pr- to to be able to get or be the favorite at a neutral site. It's not like they're at home. If they were at home, that'd be a little different. This is a neutral site. Nobody's got home field advantage here. So I'm not sure what the Buccaneers have done to deserve um, being a three-point favorite, but I got to back the Seahawks. This is now, they have been a profitable team if you have bet on them for four weeks straight. Um, They're continuously being underestimated, and I think this is another spot that's a great example of that. Neutral site and their three-point underdogs against a team that is very unimpressive. 
I just don't understand it. So I got to back. I got to back the better team, and the better team is the Seahawks right now. Wow, you may be onto it and correct. We, I I did look at splits on a couple sites. Seems like money's on Bucks, Publics on Seahawks. I feel good about that. Also. There is a trend out there where international games, the favorites are 23 and 14 against the spread. So historically, the team that travels, that's quote unquote, getting laying the points covers. Also in these games, Liv, I, I look at who's the best leader between both camps. And if Pete Carroll could suit up at 75 or however old he is, I'd lean Pete Carroll, but he can't. So I got to go with the man who has only turned the ball over one time in seven weeks, Liv. We're talking Brady like he's washed. His players are are dropping the ball left and right. Scotty Miller game-winning drop. Mike Evans again. I'm looking at what this Bucks rush team is, and to your point, they're not running the ball. They haven't ran for over 75 yards in two months. That's the second longest streak ever in the Super Bowl era. So it's bad for non-playoff Lenny. But... This has to be, I have to talk Seahawks regression spot here. There has to be a drop-off at some point. They've won four straight. They've covered four straight. I go back, if I'm Todd Bowles, and I look at the Niners 27-7 routing against the Seahawks a humble week two, where they stopped the run, and they made Geno try and beat him on a bend but not break. And this Tampa D, for what it's worth, they've been bad, yes, but they held Henderson to under 60 yards rushing. Two of the four quarters, the Rams didn't score last week. So when you look at the Bucks' wins, Liv, they make you play at least last year or two years ago Bucks football, which is defense, time of possession, take care of the football on offense. I just I have to me a weird feeling that it's a Bucks win. And again, I can't give you a, a ton of stats. I, I can just tell you that I feel like the Seahawks are bound to give us a letdown. Fair enough. Okay. Fade or follow, I'll go to you next. What do you got for us? Um, I am back in the Bears here. Bears minus three. Let's Listen, go. I, I was just very impressed by Justin Fields last week. Um, and I have been for a while. And I feel like this Bears team is finding their groove. Um to be honest with you, if Tyreek Hill weren't an absolute beast, they may have won that game. Tyreek Hill just could not be stopped. Um, but this Bears team, you know, they've got a pretty strong pass defense. They've got a pretty great overall defense um, to me. Uh, Miami is a, str a stronger team on both sides of the ball than the Lions here. This, to me, is a game of defense. One defense is top 10 in, in terms of yards per game, and the other defense is dead last. So I think defense is really what is going to ultimately seal this game for whichever side. And right now the Bears just have a much stronger defense and are finding their momentum offensively. Uh, Chicago is 3-1-1 one, and one following a loss. So I think they're going to be really fired up playing at home. Um, and I just don't see this Lions team slowing down their offense. And I think the Bears can slow down the Lions offense. So game of defense for me, I got to back the Bears right now. I'm following. Following you to the Chicago Bank. Look, Jared Goff outside is not Jared Goff inside coddled, all right? This is a Southern California lad, uh, California kid, whatever you want to call it. He is not cozy in Chicago outdoors in mid-November. What did we see from Chicago last week, Liv? We, we could have easily saw them fold. They did not fold after all those nope. trades. They showed up. They showed out. 
Top three rushing team all across the board. Fields is a playmaker. Dan Campbell wants a beer after his second win of the year. I'm sorry, my guy. You, you don't deserve a beer. You deserve another coffee to stay up to figure out how to get the Detroit team going. 15-6 against the Packers. Unwatchable game. Should have never won it. Fortunate W. I'm with you all the way. Love it. What do you got for me? I got Packers plus five. <laughs> Here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers has only been a home underdog six times. He's five and one. He's also five and two against the Cowboys. Third best quarterback record against them, not named Tom Brady or Russell Wilson. What do we know about the Cowboys to this point? Cooper Rush still leads them in passing yards. Dak is not lighting them up. Zeke is injured. You look at the last three weeks of Packers rush D, which is where the offense moves for Dallas. They've held Brian Robinson to under 100, Singletary to under 100. And last week, I know it was a pitch count for Swift, but Williams did not get over 100. So for a team to give up only 15 to the Lions, defensively speaking, that's a win. Also, Aaron Rodgers, three picks in a game, that is a one-off. That will not happen. This is McCarthy versus Rodgers. This is a Super Bowl-type big game for a otherwise, I don't want to call it a petty Aaron Rodgers camp, but you know how he picks. He goes on Pat McAfee, and McAfee is starting the interview, Liv, saying, I didn't think you would show up. He is, he is officially now an underdog. He's officially backs against the wall and is officially been abandoned by his own friend on the air. At least as far as not supporting him, we didn't think you'd show up because you've lost five straight. That doesn't happen for the Packers since 2008. It, to me, is a perfect time to take plus five. I already know I don't even have to look. The whole world's on the Cowboys. And again, indoor team, outdoor, in a must-win, desperate game for the Packers, who, yes, have a lot of pride, as well as Aaron Rodgers. I got to take the points here. You fade and follow. If I'm betting on the game, you just you might have just convinced me to follow. Um, but this is this is a gross game to me. Like you said, this Cowboys team has got some injuries. They're coming off of a bye week, so they will be rested. Uh, I love their defense. You you that's what's hard about betting in the NFL is that teams that are historically great or quarterbacks that are historically great that have really bad weeks or months, mm-hmm. we play this game of they're due. And I hate playing that game. I hate playing that game because I have been waiting for Brady's due moment for a while now. And so it's a, it's a slippery slope sometimes playing that, that game when you've got money on the line. But I do think the fact that the Packers will be playing at home, um, the Cowboys, sometimes bye weeks aren't always beneficial to teams. Um, Sometimes it kind of puts a little, a little dig in your momentum. So if I have to bet on this game, I will say I like the number at five. I, I may take the Packers at five, but it's a gross game to me. It's not a gross game. It's an exciting game because both of these teams are, are have something to prove in their own regard. So it's an exciting game, but it's gross to my wallet. My wallet doesn't like it. So it's a stay away. But if I'm betting on the game, you might have just persuaded me to follow you. So congrats, Monaco. Because Thank I you, was- Watt. I have lost so much money on the Packers this year. I've had to cancel dates, which could have been my future wife. So Aaron Rodgers could have cost me meeting my future wife in 2022. And I'm still backing them. You are. That means you really like this bet. So I I, I respect that. Okay, I've got a money line for you. Kind of technically an underdog money line here. You can get it at plus money in the FanDuel Sportsbook. or, Or you can when I checked last night. 
Uh, Steelers money line. Uh, and this is an interesting one because they're coming off of a bye week. Uh, I think they're going to be rested. They're playing at home. You know how much I love Mike Tomlin. I just really do. Uh, and I, I wish I knew why I loved him so much, but I just think he's a great coach. Uh, they've got the rest advantage. Like I said, we've got one team coming off of a bye week, the other coming off of a short week, uh, a short week where they did take a pretty big L to the Ravens. Um, since Tomlin joined the Steelers team in 2007, the Steelers have the best against the spread record as a home underdog. They are technically the underdog in this spot. Virtual pick them. I think it's plus one and a half, but still an underdog. Um, they're 15-3-3, and three, and they are 13-8-0 and oh straight up as a home underdog since Tomlin. Wow. I think from what I've heard, there is a potential return of TJ Watt, which would be massive. Uh, I saw an article that said he was extremely optimistic about his status and Tomlin was as well in terms of him playing on Sunday against this Saints team. If TJ Watt is out there and Andy Dalton is throwing the ball, start getting stressed if you're a Saints fan because I think that he has obviously been a huge missing missing piece to this defensive puzzle for the Steelers team. This was a defense that I think everyone feared before the season and then Right at the beginning of the season, TJ Watt goes out. I love him. I hope he makes a return this Sunday. So I got to back the historically better coach when underestimated here, the team that's got the rest advantage, and the team that is potentially getting their best defensive player back. So I'm going Steelers money line. Fade or follow. I like it. A lot, lot of great supporting evidence. Also, let's not forget, Andy Dalton was in this division. He's gone against the Steelers team. He does not play the Steelers well. I was part of my rationale when I took the Ravens Monday night. He doesn't play anybody particularly well in the <laughs> AFC North. It's Andy Dalton. And again, the Saints defense is not good. They're not good. They've given up over 20 every single week, not named the Raiders, who are the worst coach team in the league, not named Dan Campbell. I keep going. I just, I'm with you. I like the Steelers off a rest. If they get TJ, it's a wrap. I'm following you. Great picks. Love I love them. Thank you. All right. This one's dicey. I'm emotional. You already know. But it's a huge number, Liv. Chargers plus seven. Maybe I'm getting duped Sunday night football. But the Chargers come in. They've covered four straight road games. And two, two trends for you. One is way more important than the other. Shanahan is a home favorite. He's terrible. He is 8-17-1 against the spread as a home favorite in his career. You're giving Herbert, who did not get sacked, barely got touched last week, and this is hard to believe because the Chargers have had offensive line issues. They've, they've given up no less sacks than any other team in the league. Herbert's been touched the least in the NFL. Only 10 sacks to, through, through nine games. To, to me... It's a combo of a huge number, the Shanahan favorite line, and you go back and forth on trends and stats, and we know we're going, we have a better pass offense versus a better rush offense, yada, yada. The Chargers randomly have beaten the Niners five times in a row. They don't play each other a ton. I'm still not over the 94 Super Bowl, Steve Young, thank you. But either way, the Niners are playing a month now, five straight games, where outcomes are more than 14 points or more, and they're only three and two. We've seen them lay a dud in Atlanta. We've seen them give up a 40-piece to a Chiefs team. I'm sorry. I, this number is too big for a team that, again, under Herbert, they're 6-1 and one on the road when he doesn't throw a pick. I'm not saying he's not going to throw a pick. I'm just saying Jimmy G minus seven. I can't do it. It's a combo of the number and... 
and we know this about the Chargers, last thing I'll say, you do not want to back them when they're a favorite. When they're a dog and no one's talking about them, Chargers plus four against the Chiefs a couple weeks back. Herbert gave us a backdoor, also worth mentioning. He keeps you in it. He never gives up. He plays a full 60. Even if the Niners are up 13 with six minutes left, I still feel good about Chargers plus seven. You fading or following? I'm going to follow you. I think the backdoor cover ability of Justin Herbert is just, it's great. Uh, and and he, he's a highly competitive quarterback, regardless of the season that they've had. I think they definitely were overhyped stepping into this season and we're seeing that, but I still think this is a very competitive spot for them. Seven is a lot of points when you've got a quarterback, um, getting seven points. That is a really great quarterback. Uh, You know, I mean, despite the record or, or how this chargers team was maybe overhyped, Herbert is great. And he covers, he's a backdoor coverer. He is, he might be the king of it. So I I think seven's a lot of points. I'm going to, I'm going to follow you, Monica. I like that bet. Look, I mean, look, the Niners, a lot of their just style is their defense hounds you gets to the quarterback roughs up the game plan and then they hand it over the offense to to run run scheme keep the ball can control the possession chargers are giving up the least amount of sacks if, if herbert doesn't get touched how does this game go we gotta take the points i think it's a shootout and i don't think they lose by seven that's for sure Great synergy on the paw. We're we're uh, different uh, in Germany, and we're different yep. on Thursday night. But we're four for four on on tailing each other on the other picks. I like that. Ooh, ooh, I love it. All right, let's get out of here with a FanDuel ad. Start the NFL week off right with a no sweat same game parlay every Thursday from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It does not matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Every Thursday night, you'll get free bets back if your NFL same game parlay doesn't hit. Same game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. This is a tough one. Falcons and the Panthers, depending on which side you want to go, definitely flirt with throwing Cordero Patterson into your same game parlay. He's been cooking, got in the end zone multiple times since he's been back. And DJ Moore, since uh, PJ's been throwing to him, my goodness, flirt with DJ Moore on some over props as well if it's baker i wish you luck either way you could build your own or choose from one of the popular sgps pre-built for you in fanduel's top rated sportsbook app however you want to play you could bet the nfl every thursday night with a no sweat same game parlay and with fanduel's new live same game parlays you can continue building sgps even after the game has started so just sign up with promo code monaco if you don't already have an account that's promo code monaco to get free bets back if your SGP doesn't hit, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, for Liv, I'm Alex and our producer, Matt. We will see you next week. Make sure to check us all out on All Things Volume Sports. Live Moods on Twitter, Insta, and Live Moods. Can you tell everyone real quick when uh, when you're going with FanDuel TV? Uh, yeah, FanDuel, we do, a, we do a live Monday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Every Monday, we're talking all things Monday Night Football and a little bit of NBA now. Live moods, you can find it on the FanDuel Twitch and YouTube. We just go live, hang out, talk football, talk betting, and, and have fun. So every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern. The Volume.